Well, our moms think we're funny. Just quick, quick introductions. I'm a Comey. <laughs> yeah, I took way too. And generic. All right. Yeah. So yes, our special guest is going to be telling us a story once of live reaction. From yes. Us. So, <laughs> yeah. Your mom's super so, funny. This is the this is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we we were just casually bringing up uh, the the story of Natalia Grace. Okay. Which is you a said Nancy at first. That's why I was. Did kinda, I say Nancy? It's Natalia. No, no, no. Yeah, the story of Nancy Grace. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, the bitch from TV? <laughs> no, Natalia Grace, which may or may not be her actual name. It's just what they're calling her in the in the thing. Right, so, so hold on, just real quick. Just cause, when, I'm sorry, whenever I think of Nancy Grace, I always think of this scene from Hancock when it's like, you know, they're, they're, she was like, telling them they were going to go to theater. And there's like, right now the DA is trying to figure out a way to send like these cops up here. He's like, bitch can try. <laughs> 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 All right, so Natalia Grace, please. Okay, so so it was a story of this little girl who was adopted by this family, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly a closed adoption, and all of this jazz, okay. right? And they, when they get her, she has dwarfism, uh, a specific kind of dwarfism. Mm, I think I kind of know this. this is sounding okay. familiar. I think okay. I know so, yeah, <laughs> a specific kind of dwarfism, and then like as as like it progresses. They start to suspect <laughs> heavy quotes around this suspect part that she is an actu- actually an adult pretending to be a child who was yes, adopted. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay. They like walk home, she's got like a beer and a cigarette. <laughs> Mom, Dad! <laughs> you're home early. <laughs> so I just, I just so, gotta say, this reminds me of that that fake TV show that's on the one of the Grand Theft Autos and everything where it's like just the ten of us, whatever. And it's got the kid. He's like, I keep trying to tell you. Like, I'm 40 years old. I'm an investment <laughs> I'm an banker. Investment banker from Wall Street. He's <laughs> like, I want to get laid. <laughs> so this story, like the first half of this documentary, is like kind of gearing you up like that. Like, 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 is this? A freaking adult mm-hmm. and the parent, the parents, the adoptive parents have figured this out and they're trying to help her get out on her own. They give her, they get her an apartment. They're paying for this apartment and they're just like, they're paying. She's got a food stamp card. She, they take her, they end up taking her to court and have the judge legally determine she is in fact. 22 years old or some shit, okay? Okay, so how did she get into the adoption? So I guess that's, that's part of Okay. Okay, right. so, yeah, the, this, but I'll, this... I'll, I'll let you tell your story before I guess yeah. I'll ask any questions. So All this right. is where it gets super fucked up, okay? Okay. The, you, you hear that and you're just like, oh, damn, that's crazy shit. And you're like, okay, moving on. That's as yep. much as I ever knew about it. Okay, <laughs> so progress the story a little further. She was not... An adult. <laughs> she was definitely a child, a fucking nine-year-old child. Jesus Christ! That they put into an apartment by her fucking self. That is so much worse than what I was. Expecting. I know, right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So she really was a kid. She a really was 
a kid. They have done genetic testing on her. They found her biological mother. Wait, wait, was she just like like really, really smart, like advanced that they thought that... Nope. <laughs> so these guys just... Nope. Just, and they, they realized like, you know what? I thought I really wanted a kid, but I think... But I don't. You... They, oh my God. I thought it was just me. Like, let's say she's an adult. <laughs> They have like they like went to her childhood dentist and was like, yeah, we took x-rays, x-rays of her mouth. She has baby teeth because she's a kid. They're like, she, they're, I thought, thought you were going to say that they were like checking the length of her gums and stuff. Nope, nope, nope. Just she's, she's got baby teeth. She's got baby teeth. This like, poor kid. The, straight. <laughs> Up. Oh my god! I can only imagine the trauma with them putting her in an apartment. Be like, here you go, and then leaving, and she's just alone. Be like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, and I mean, here's, that- like, here's a stove. Click, click. And here's a lights and refrigerator. Y'all yeah. said, and, I mean, she she is a disabled. Oh no! <laughs> like she is disabled. She can oh, barely god. walk. Like it is horrible. And and like they moved like the first half of this of this thing they're kind of leading you to believe that this was in fact the case she was an adult and and just really mentally messed up like she's going around like talking to people and like just showing up at people's houses and like wow. wants to play with their kids and all of this stuff and it's all weird and everybody's weird and, oh. and she stinks all the time because she's not taking baths regularly and it's all this like like oh this is this is weird this is real shit and then you're like Holy shit, she was actually nine fucking years old and nobody was taking care of her. No fucking shit. God. Yeah, it was. Oh my God, it was fucked up. Oh, that, yeah. Like, so. I can't even make anything funny out of that. No, no, no. And then, then, as if it hasn't been bad enough already, they, like, all of this comes out. She ends up finally, like, they, they move her around for a little while because. She's a nine-year-old. She can't keep up with an apartment on her own and all this stuff. So these parents are still, are like moving her around. They move her to a place, uh, forgetting what the name of the place was, Lafayette, I think, Illinois, whatever, Indiana. And I've heard of Lafayette. Like, the the mother literally said, we'll move her here because it's a white trash shithole and like (laughs) nobody will give a fuck. Like they won't. Like nobody will oh, say so anything. They're, so they're like, yeah, we'll move her here. That way, like, like no one will come to her aid, no one will help her, and then she can just basically die. Yeah, more or less. And, yeah, and, yeah, pretty much. Geez. Pretty much. Why? Why not just, just, just give her back to the adoption agency? Just like this, just not working out. Like, yeah. like, I mean, it's. I mean, if you've got a, a, a disabled oh, child oh, that has special needs, or whatever, you're like, you know what? We're just not capable of really being able to take care of them the way that we thought we could. You know, can we, like, you know, we, someone else, we need to turn her over to someone else that is capable of doing that. You can do that. There's an answer to that question, and it makes the whole situation even worse. Oh, money. it gets worse. They good. were getting money from the government. For nope, not even that bad. Oh, uh, no. no, no. Not even that good. <laughs> not that good. <laughs> Wasn't that good of a reason. The mother, they had other children, right? This couple had other children. So it wasn't simply a matter of we can't take care of kids. Her first child was like kind of autistic savant. He mm-hmm. was extremely intelligent, like getting a master's at 14. Uh, so like a mathematical genius. See, I just got the kind of autism that makes me like Sonic the Hedgehog. So. <laughs> got yeah, the short end of the yeah, stick on yeah, that one. No, he, 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 got, he got the good kind. He got the, quote, he got the right kind of autism. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky little bastard. <laughs> 
So, of course, the mother decided that it was because she was a genius parent (laughs) who was solely responsible for that and wrote a book about how brilliant of a parent she is. Oh, well. Well, she has a brand now with this. She has a business, and... They were, wait, wait, wait. And what, what kind of, what kind of brand do you get off of being like, my genes are so good that I create an autistic child? Like, oh, it, like, it was the, <laughs> the whole, the whole parenting method. Like, you need to, you need to do this. You need to feed your kid this and you need to do this. And that's going to make your kid be an autistic genius, I guess. Let, let him count the drop toothpicks at least three times a day to keep them sharp. Right. Wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Okay. So, so, wait, so wait. if your kid comes out, quote, normal, right? But you want them to be something special, then what you need to do, you need to autism them down some. So yeah, feed a, them this. Is <laughs> treat them like this. a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah just, just a little vaccine. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? what? Autistic boy can have a little vaccine as a treat. <laughs> now, all you really need is an ice pick and a ball peen hammer. And I'm going to guide you through this. <laughs> like, what? what the so, so, so this bitch so thought she, she was the Martha Stewart. So she of thought she was the Martha Stewart of autistic parenting. <laughs> thought she was going to adopt this kid and just follow her method and make another genius child. <laughs> She's oh an autistic whisperer. And- <laughs> And this little girl comes, and she's just a regular little girl. She's just a normal kid. Just a normal kid. <laughs> but disabled. But, di- I mean, disabled, but she was supposed to, she was going to fix all that, see? Right, right, of course. She was going to fix all yeah. that. But she failed. What could possibly be the reason she failed? Well, obviously, it's because this little girl was really a grown-up the whole time. She's not a kid. Right, I can't teach a grown-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't un-autism grown-ups. Right. <laughs> that don't work. Yeah, so... Yeah, everybody knows that once you hit the age of 13, you can't be autistic anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that's... It's like Mormonism. <laughs> but they, they, couldn't, they couldn't go back to the adoption agency and say, this didn't work, because then she would have to admit, I'm not a super mom with all the answers. So, so it just hurt her little feel-bads. And she, that so, she wasn't the genius parent she thought she was. So uh, okay. she... Dropped a nine-year-old, nine-year-old off in an apartment by herself. What a monster. Good what a fucking monster, okay. right? Now, you said that they had other children, right? Yes. So not just not just the, the savant. Correct. How well did their other children turn out? So the other so the, the documentary is not open about the other children. Doesn't talk about them at all. Like all their their faces are blurred out. The 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 savant one, the really smart one, is old enough and Apparently was like, yes, do it. The mother would not be involved in the documentary at all. No, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) She wouldn't defend herself. She didn't say nothing. And she's not letting the other kids be involved. So other kids' faces are blurred out and all this stuff. But the, the other one is the oldest and old enough to be like, to make his own choice on it and decided to be in it. But so my, so my question here is like, okay. So, and I, so I guess the, the autistic savant was the first kid. Right. I, I yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. So so you've got them as the first kid. And she's like, wow, I did really well with this one and doing all this stuff that, of course, she never actually did because she knew what the fuck she was doing because you know she knew how it was going to turn out. But because like, no okay. parent does. <laughs> right. But you can't. Like we were talking about this last night. You you've got to have a a control group. 
she had no control group. <laughs> so, so she released this book to say, this is how it worked out because this is the only time I've ever done this, right? And I didn't really follow this method because I'm just making this shit up now because it's not what I did because I didn't know he was going to come out like this. Obviously, everyone hopes their kid's going to be something great, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, no, but no parent out there is documenting everything they do with, uh, with their kid 24 hours a day, seven days a week right, yeah. to be like, okay, if you do exactly this, you're going to come out with this kind of a kid. Right. And, like, and 99% of the time, parents have that soul crushing moment where it's like, oh no, he's stupid. <laughs> I really hoped he wasn't going to turn out this way, but it's like, oh no, he's an idiot. <laughs> but if, if he came out like that and you've got this method and you have other kids beyond the, the, the nine-year-old that you've pushed aside, they should also be equally as smart or autistically savant as the other one, which should also be very well documented because that's what you, I mean, like, obviously he's like, this wasn't a fluke. Here, here's my continued success rate, right? I mean, that's like, it's not like Harvard produced one super genius and then didn't show like the test, the, like the scores are for all the other kids, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like, no, like they post them all the time and say like, it's a continued like, like track record of us doing great. Maybe she thought that it had to be like the combination of her parenting and autism and none of her kids were turning out autistic. Well, I thought that she was making him autistic. I, yeah. Induced autism. I well, yeah, that's, I, the name, I, that's the name of my band. That, that is all, that is all a fantastic mystery. Who knows what this crazy ass bitch had in her mind that made her think she was directly responsible for a child being a child genius? Something that is literally throughout all of human history a random fluke. We need to find this bitch and harass her. So, <laughs> can we do that? I'm yeah, sure yeah, she yeah, is. I think we need to. Road trip? I don't remember her name, but if you watch the documentary, oh, they yeah. say her name a million times. I- I'm so. sure we can find that, can... yeah. Okay, so, so, okay, so as I'm so, putting us all together, so the reason she, she keeps all the other kids, like, out of the public eye is because, because the, there is no, there is no success, like, rate, there, there is no, like, defined way of creating the the of uh, the savant yes and it's all random chance we're all fucked nobody knows what we're doing <laughs> right and so she can't so she has to maintain her brand even though i guess apparently they their followers are people that they're like are like okay well but you haven't shown us the other results you would think that you'd be continuing to show like all the progress but you did you said oh no but, pe- but people are stupid yeah, whenever yeah, you are. tell them whenever somebody says i have all the answers there are a bunch of fucking idiots that are going to follow them yeah. you know like when somebody says i am the greatest president that ever lived and i am smarter <laughs> than even abraham lincoln and i would i'm solely capable of fixing all of the problems you have a very large percentage of people that are complete morons that believe that to be true yeah sure yeah, because I mean that's, that's what you do. Like it's it's well, the whole fake it till you make it thing, right? If I keep telling everybody that I'm great, then they'll believe I'm great, and I, I will then be great, right? Yeah, and I will yeah. then be great. Yeah. So so it, it's all a matter of confidence. You just yeah, yeah. You got, as as Costanza says, it's not a lie if you believe it, Jerry. <laughs> so so I, I'm again. This, this is like a, a a whole nother like crazy ass person, but I'm just trying to like like connect the two of these together. Whatever the Autistic savant did in a past life. <laughs> well, right. now, now, now we're getting now we're, we're getting into into like, reincarnation and like whatever he did in a past life though it doesn't seem like he's being punished by being autistic. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that guy that. said that autistic people, right, like, are punished for being, like, uh, like, dominated people and everything in past lives that died, like, uh, uh, abusing your power in past lives. Yeah, who who was that guy? God, I forget that, whatever that that that, that weird ass. Because I so, sent you that thing. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We, yeah. So across this like psychotic faith healer, or whatever he yeah. was, and he was like, oh, yes. people who were dictators in past lives are born autistic children. <laughs> oh shit! What was it? Uh, carrots are just as bad as you for his heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so it doesn't seem like this guy's abuse of power actually like hurt him well ma- maybe it's like dr doom and it's like well sure he took over a country but he did it really really good <laughs> everybody benefited from it like, so so we're, it's like so we have to give you a penalty we're making you autistic but we'll make you high functioning autistic <laughs> to make up for you like being really good to your people so there you go yeah, that, yeah that's sounds like karma in the the karmic scales <laughs> succeed again. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's like the uh, uh, what's what the hell's that guy's name? Uh, Unbreakable. Uh, the Sixth Sense guy. Uh, Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's like the Shyamalan sense of like balance, right? <laughs> like like an unbreakable kind of thing. Like yeah, but that's that that balances, right? <laughs> See, I was I was just thinking that it was like you know you you have to follow like the letter of the law but not the spirit. It's like <laughs> I mean I have to give you autism. You were a dictator. I have to do it. Yeah, but we're gonna kind of fudge things a little bit, kind of <laughs> tweak the numbers here. Yeah. We're gonna make you genius autism. <laughs> we're gonna make you the good kind of autism. <laughs> yeah, Ringo. So all all this fun stuff though, like, is not even the end of that story. Oh, there no. is so much shit going down. So. All that, you know, you find, you like, figure out, like, I mean, and of course, she doesn't know. She is a child being told, you're actually a 22-year-old. Tell everybody you're a 22-year-old. Oh, my So, she was going around telling people she was a 22-year-old because she's a child and she didn't know any better. And And, that's what her parents told her to do. And that's what her parents told her to do. Now, she just- So, she's all, she, I mean, she's messed up mentally, clearly. Like what, she, what? I think she she is currently getting the help she needs. I hope, I think, but but um, but yeah, yeah. Like so she's she's all fucked up. Finally get finally ends up meeting this this lady who seemed pretty nice from what I could see in the interview. She kind of recognized this is all bullshit. This is not an adult. This is definitely a kid. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? Right, and like starts taking care of her. So, so she real, starts. I, I one point. So you said she was physically um, disabled. Was she mentally disabled at the time too, or is that just coming not, re- that not really? So no. she was just a kid that just had like. Okay. To, to me, I get I get the sense she was a kid that was just really messed up. Okay. Like and and I mean she, I, I mean I don't want to sit here and and berate her too hard or anything, but she, I mean she was messed up as a kid because of what she went through, mm-hmm. and I think she's getting through it and coping with it and dealing with it, but. Yeah, she was a nine-year-old living on her own. Like they, they had like all these testimonies from the neighbors about all the weird shit she did as a as a nine-year-old with no supervision. Right, well, which, yeah. which is you not, know. which it turns out not to be weird. It's just like you said, nine-year-old. It's, it's, yeah, it's just it's, a nine-year-old. Yeah, it's just like, a nine-year-old that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like the Home Alone Tr- sequence, except she can't like run around the house like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, so. yeah, like the Home Alone sequence is bullshit, and that was a week. This chick was alone like since she was nine. You know, like this was years. Like this, absolutely fucking. So, crazy. So, so before she, she was, fi- so she was just 
physically disabled, but because of like their bullshit, she got a little insane in the membrane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, just the, just what I'm, what I'm kind of gathering from it. So, so anyways, does find some people that are like, okay, we're going to help, you know, we're going to actually help and, you know, kind of get this shit squared away. Well, when they start like peeling the layers back and everything, they eventually get to the point is like, oh, well, we've got to fucking bring charges up on these parents. That's fucking abandonment. That really? is like, yeah. <laughs> that is like a huge deal. Like they left. I mean, who the fuck leaves a nine year old child in an apartment by themselves? That is just bottom of the barrel horrible. Were they having food delivered or anything? Or like, how was that working? I, I, I guess they delivered food to her. Like there was still some kind of interaction. Like, they delivered her food, but she had to, you know, yeah. prepare everything herself or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't really understand how the fuck a nine-year-old lives alone. I mean, <laughs> I, the, I'm, most, I'm, the most I could do at nine was work a microwave. <laughs> I was, was going to say, like, if you, knowing, since they knew that she was nine-year-old, if they brought her food that was anything but microwavable, like, I mean, that, I mean, to me, I would think that that right there would be like, you're bringing her food. Yes. Um, like you're saying she's, that she's an adult, but you only brought her microwavable food because you knew she couldn't work the stove, which she shouldn't be. That clearly tells us that you knew she yeah. wasn't yeah, there, an adult. There's a lot of shit in there like that. So, so this, this is where it gets fucked up. Law, Law gets involved finally and they're like, okay. Okay. Uh, like, okay. We, we need to get to the bottom of this. You know, we need to figure out what's what. So they finally like they bring us they bring the the dude and the and the wife up on charges. Mm-hmm. They have since divorced. Yeah. Okay, they've since divorced. They've got all of this proof basically that this girl was really 9 years old, mm-hmm. right? They go in front of a judge and the judge is like, "Okay, but there was a court order saying she was 22." Right? Like, they went in to they went into a court and got the court to sign a document saying that this little girl was actually 22. So you can't bring up the fact that she is a 9-year-old in court. You Well, well, well that's retarded. <laughs> yep. You can't like they're like you can't say she's an adult because that's not true. We know that's not true by logic, but you can't say she was a child because the court documents we're saying from the past that we're fucked up. We're saying that she's not a child. So wow. But clearly, so like in the in the court scenario, oh, they could not. They could not bring up the point that they left a fucking nine year old in an apartment by herself. Wow. God, our court systems are so fucking stupid. I mean, that's that's bullshit. You can. I mean, oh, just because there's a court order that says that. You can't, you can contest that and be like, okay, but that was an error. I mean, you do that all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, like, but like, I don't give a fuck what the court document says. She was a child. Yeah. And you yeah. fucking let her, like, I mean, but you know what that is? That's one judge covering up for another judge. It's, yeah. Because, because if you say that this judge looked at all this information and determined that this was an adult, when you clearly be like, there's no way you could have made that decision, that takes every case that he's ever tried 
and it brings goes, it under scrutiny. Right. And you wouldn't want another judge doing that to you. Yeah, so you yeah. better protect this judge from her, his obviously terrible decision. And because that's also like, that's mm-hmm. when like, like the mayor and the governor get involved because if we have to go back, then some of these people that were convicted of horrible crimes are going to get be right, put back on the street and we want to keep them there. And then that just takes the entire, like, the, uh, the entire judicial system in this area and everything else and my like re-election campaign that just throws all that shit right into yep, the toilet. Yep. 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 So, nope. so I'm going to sacrifice this nine year old girl to maintain the status quo for everybody and yep. we're going to pretend like this never happened. Yep. What it all comes down to from Fantastic. the mom all the way up to the mayor is just wounded pride. Well, yep. I want people to think I'm stupid. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they're they're sacrificing a child on the altar of well, this this hurts my ego. So uh, fuck all y'all. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, mind. I don't mind if you think I'm stupid. I just don't want to prove it to you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I yeah, mean, yeah. That was that so, was the old saying back in the day. Better for everyone to think you're an idiot than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so long story short, dad ends up getting acquitted. From all the abuse and the neglect charges, how, how does he? And the state know. dropped charges on the the mother. Oh, I, I want to find these people. I know it's <laughs> so fucked up, so fucked up. So, so, that, so they and, get to and, walk. So they get to walk I, away. I would, I would encourage. I would also encourage you to. I would encourage you to watch it, just because the dad, the dad shows up in the documentary a lot, and he clearly likes being on camera oh. and he clearly likes the attention that he's getting from being on camera and he is clearly an idiot <laughs> is he still leaning into he is still, still leaning into an adult no no he's he's leaning into it was all the wife it was uh. the wife was abusive i'm a victim as much as the nine-year-old Okay. Disabled child. <laughs> so he's. I'm just as I'm the victim. So here. he's just a cuck, basically. He is like. a. He is a. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like in, in their relationship before, because she was like, "Oh, this this brilliant child. That's all my doing, right?" Uh-huh. So then she basically usurped him as the head of the household. She got all the attention, everything else. So she was the one kind of like running the house. But now that he's on camera and she's refusing to. He can take his power back because he never got all that attention before. And while that that's pro- that probably would have been a really, really wonderful recapturing your manhood story, <laughs> this guy is a bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. In other words, Turkey, we're giving him he, too much credit. He I always do that. So, <laughs> he is so bad. Like, <laughs> like... I, I I can't really I, I don't know how to describe this guy in any other terms other than he is a bitch. <laughs> wow, <laughs> with a capital B, <laughs> so bad. Like and he, he's he, I, he's every bit of a piece of shit as the mom. Like, uh, that's yeah, hands down. Yeah. He's just oh, yeah. he, he was also a piece of shit. He was trying to he was trying to do a media spin with like drama and. All of this shit, and and I mean, so what caused them to divorce? I don't know. She was trying to give him autism. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to give him autism and write a book about how to make your husband a genius savant. I'm a grown in the middle man. of the night. She was like standing over him with an armload of vaccines. 
I was like, go back to sleep. He's <laughs> 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 yeah, like, you can't do that to me. I'm a grown man. She's like, liar. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a child at all, are you? <laughs> been your husband for 20 years what the fuck <laughs> like she finally managed to give him autism but all he did was just like play with legos and transformers a lot <laughs> she was like shit it didn't work shit. wrong autism <laughs> now if you're a good boy you get the lego box if you're a bad boy you get the mega box box <laughs> I want the Lego box okay she's like giving him math equations to solve he's like I just want to talk about dinosaurs that's what I know about oh uh, uh, yeah it, oh my it, it was fucked up like that, yeah that is like even, even her genius savant child like was clearly bullshit like a lot of the stuff cause she she took him out of school and homeschooled him, and then like made up these totally bullshit. Like he's he's fluent in Japanese, he's fluent in Arabic, and like all of this stuff. I'm like a 14 year old kid, right? Right. And it's like it was like it was just total bullshit. But it was just Kirk and I are fluent in Japanese. So. <laughs> well, I mean, every night I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so it's you take your kid out of school. And you decide that you're going to homeschool them, and they learn shit being homeschooled that you don't know. How does that work? I don't know. Like if I if I had kids, I decided to homeschool them. Right? They'd be really proficient in PlayStation, but they wouldn't be able to like fucking speak Arabic. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, as as a homeschooled kid, you learn a lot of independence, and you learn to like seek out your blind spots because like you're not going to get it from your parents. <laughs> I mean, like mom, mom did her best, but like you know, my my stepdad was like cripplingly stupid. Like, aggressively stupid. Uh, so I had to figure shit out myself. Like, you just, you, you kind of learn. Like, uh, okay, well, he reads on a sixth grade level. I better, like, seek out the proper rules of, like, how to read. <laughs> you know? You just, you, you kind of figure shit out. Oh, commas <laughs> are important. <laughs> yeah, it just, ta- it just, uh, it's, it's unfair and it takes you a long time to get there. I mean, I don't know if it's any better than the public school system because that's a, a joke, too. Like, it's, <laughs> It's I mean, like I've, I've definitely what? still got my blind spots for I sure, mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you just the only way homeschooling works is if a person takes initiative themselves. Like, yeah, yeah. I would be way stupider than I currently am, which I mean, that's that's you know, a pretty yeah. I mean, anyway, I, I always but, found it to be <laughs> like just a, just home. kind of an. <laughs> I just find it to kind of be an idiot concept anyways. Like, maybe you can get away with homeschool in the early, early ages. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, if you want to homeschool up to, like, second, third grade, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But by the time you get into, like, the later elementary school and middle school and high school, it's like, you don't have one teacher for every class anymore. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of different people who have different specialties teaching. Yeah. And yeah. because... It's unreasonable to expect one person to have all the knowledge necessary to teach the subject. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, this, the homeschool shit's like, I don't, I don't particularly like it unless, like, if they're doing it the right way. Like, it's not that I'm, like, anti anything but public education. Like, I think, I think public school system could be a lot better and it would, change that dynamic a lot but where it stands today no 
Sure, sure. Like, I just, I I think that if you really were like, okay, public school's not good enough, I want to do better, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach this subject, and then I'm gonna have, you know, another neighbor or something teach this subject sure, that knows sure. it better, or whatever, or, like, split the responsibility out. Yeah. Don't expect, you know some homemaker mom that might have a part-time job that has to keep a whole house up and teach advanced trigonometry to a child. No, that's not how that works. Right, right. (laughs) So back to the three R's, two R's come November. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Simpsons joke. (laughs) Oh, but but yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. Like you, because, uh, so I was talking to somebody and we were, um, you know, talking about just, you know, children and, you know, uh, just the whole, the whole education in school and the kids like, okay, well, how do I do this complex math thing with like geometry and like multiplying this or that to get this thing? And they're like, like, I, I don't know. Like, well, didn't you say this stuff in school? But like, yeah, but that was like 25 years or so ago. Like I haven't used it since, but this kid's going to be graded on that. And then they're, and if they don't know it, they're going to get an F and, then you're going to say, well, they're not, that they didn't pass math because they didn't know this thing that nobody uses except for people that go in that specific field, in which case they're going to learn it again in college, but you're going to judge them on it now. And, and then you've got to look at your kid and say, oh, you have to know this. Why? Like, because you use it every day? No, I don't remember doing it. I like, but you're going to, like, that makes no sense at all. I wholeheartedly like, agree. Like, and I you, mean, and you I, guys are going to lie to your kid and tell them that, that yes, this is really important. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I, th- I mean, I think, like, just the way it, we do school in general, especially, like, just arbitrary, like, everyone needs to have this much schooling is just dumb because there's yeah. very little reason why a lot of people just don't need any kind of advanced math. Like, they just don't, they're not interested in it, they're not going to work in a field that uses it, they're not going to need it in everyday life, so why? Like, I think there needs to be a much more comprehensive, like, goal-based idea in school. Like, a career, like, what do you want to do? I think you should have the opportunity to, like, try things out and fail them. To know that it's not your cup of tea. Like, Like, I think you... I mean, what, what, you know, what 16 year old is going to say, oh yeah, I totally want to do advanced trig, right. you know, <laughs> not, not too many, like, but I mean, it, I think it's okay to be like, all right, so you do really good in this class and you do really good in this class. Maybe we're also going to make you take this class mm-hmm. to kind of help steer you into the direction of like, this is what you're good at. This is where your strengths are. Plus these are the things you like. Let's put it together. And kind of, like, lead you into, this is the kind of career you're really well-suited for. Right. You know? I think it's something that, like, a guidance counselor would help with. Yeah, yeah, you know, like... (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, sir. No, I'm just saying, but but they don't. That's what my point is. Like, that's what they're supposed to do. That that should be what they do. And you can't really give them too much flack because they have, like, hundreds of students and it's one of them. Right. Like, a school should have a guidance department. Yeah, they should have, like, you know, a, they should have, like, at, least, high, at least one for every grade. Yeah, at least. At least. But, too, like, there's, like, there should be more, like, how many, how many kids these days are even approached with, like, anything but college? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why, why aren't they floated, well, hey, you know, there's trade school. 
Yeah. Like, you can make a fuck ton of money as a plumber or as a Oh, yeah. And they looked down like, upon that, too. Yeah. It's like, like, like that, that's treated as a lesser thing. It's like, shit, I wish I'd known about trade school earlier. Yeah, no exactly, because, no I mean... I mean, for trade school... Hell, like, I wish I knew about fucking Space Force when I was in <laughs> high school. I'd be I'd like... Be retired by now, man. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll go I'll go into Space Force. Like, give me a couple more years to figure out whatever. You can't, like, you can't just, like, put through our current school system or the school system of 20 years ago. Certainly, I don't think it's getting any better. But you can't put somebody through, like, four years of that and then just be like, okay, cool. You're 18 now. Go be a successful member of society. Yeah. What? You couldn't figure it out? Literally immediately. Because the day <laughs> after high school, if you're not making money and you're not being productive, you can fucking starve to death, you <laughs> yep. fucking loser-ass kid. Like, I mean, this thing's like, okay, so here is I, you know, I'm the president of this company, or I, like, I, I manage this whole department here and all that kind of stuff. That's great. And they're like, I can buy and sell anybody. But when your air conditioning goes out in the middle of fucking summer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm a, if I'm an HVAC guy, I am your best friend. Yep. And they all the money in the world, like, like, it, like, I don't need whatever it is that you sell, but you definitely need what I have. Yeah. But they, but they downplay that. They treat it like it's like, like it's like shit. Like, it's it's absolutely. Always it's like lesser. Like, like the, the HVAC guys and the electricians and shit that I know, they make bank. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Like, Cause they, they run they, circles around me financially. Well, I mean, we fucking need, we need air conditioning. Air conditioning is even a big, uh, kind of a big, on the big side of that. We need people to flip our fucking burgers. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sick and tired of everybody talking about how, like, your burgers and like, oh, that's just shitty unpaid work. I'm like, right, okay, right. well, well, yeah, it, it might be a shitty job to do, but I want to go to McDonald's and I want them to have a burger ready for me whenever <laughs> I want to go. Yeah, like and, I and want that. You're like, gonna complain about about that, but then when your order's not right, you get pissed off. Like, well. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you, you know what? Seven dollars an hour. Yeah, it was like you pay, you pay you pay one of those motherfuckers twenty five dollars an hour to flip those burgers. Those orders better be fucking right. Yeah, but if you're paying them like whatever you scrape out of the underneath the register at the end of the day, <laughs> then okay, yeah, you, you should probably expect your order to be wrong every fucking time you go in there. Yeah, like yeah, I, I just like I. Like, whatever we have done with, like, the direction of how, how things are is just terrible. Like, was and, it, uh, I'm trying to think, was it you, Akomi, that told me, or maybe something I read about the, uh, the ice cream machines in, like, McDonald's and stuff? Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, I've heard that story before. That's fucked up. But yes, go about, ahead. about how they are, like, like, there's, the ice cream machine's always broken. It's like, they're not broken. Just that if you use it, then you have to clean it every night. And you have to take it all apart. And that's a big fucking ordeal. And they don't want to do it. So they just say, like, it's broken. So that way they don't have to do that. Isn't that right what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's the gist, yeah. There's there's more to it than that, too. Do you know that, that the ice cream machines are proprietary and mm-hmm. not owned by the stores? Oh, no, I did not know that. Yeah. If if and if I, you're I and if a store's ice cream machines break, they are not allowed to touch it. <laughs> Breaks in any way, shape, or form, they have somebody has to come out to work on it. That's interesting. Yep. I mean, I get pissed off because this happens so much. This is probably my biggest pet peeve with, like, with fast food is I go there and, you know, I I try not to buy sodas and stuff. Even I, like, love root beer. But I try not to buy root beer and sodas because I know I'm going to drink it all the time. And I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to drink as much soda. Sure. So I will occasionally get one out. And, of course, I like a fountain drink more than I, you know, than I like a bottle drink like that. 
So when I go there and I say, let me get a large Pepsi Mountain, do whatever it is, and it's flat, that fucking pisses me off because there's no reason why you have a whole calibration and shit, right? There's no reason <laughs> why it should be flat. Like if I ask for a sweet tea, I can expect that sometimes it may not be sweet or maybe unsweet or maybe like, like, oh God, this is just horrible because that's being made by somebody. But this, you just hook up a fucking carbonation tubes, whatever. You check the valves on them. And most of them, they don't even do that themselves. They've got the, the drink people coming in. Like there's no reason why that should be fucked up. And then by the time I get in, I drink it. I'm like, this is bad. I can't do anything about it. I've never that worked. Me off. I've never worked in a fast food or restaurant that the carb that the carbonation tank had a gauge on it. Never <laughs> once. Well, maybe not the tank itself. I'm saying like there's something there's, on there that's got to tell you that it's like either the, full or not full or something. You know what the you know what the thing is that tells you whether it's full or not full. You tap it like a watermelon. Nope. Somebody <laughs> somebody somebody gets a drink and says this is flat. Okay, and then you go change it. That is the only way. Well, that's fucking bullshit. All the technology <laughs> in the world, we can't have a fucking gauge on like a carbonation tank. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, don't get me wrong. We could have one, I'm sure. But it's bad. But we have that a costs, space force. But that costs money. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to put our money. And in if space we force. and if we can't pay our employees more than seven fifty an hour, we sure as shit can't put a three dollar gauge on our. On our carbonation thing. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm just saying in yeah. the real world, that is not how it, like, that's why it isn't like that. Oh, yeah. And all we want is be, is be paid fairly and, you know, and treated like actual human beings. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. But instead, we're just going to automate everything and, <laughs> uh, just do away. Like, what? Like, like what? <laughs> like, no, that's just damn dumb. Like, yeah, that, that's the response to like, hey, can we just get more pay and just be treated like an actual person? Mm, no. How about we just make robots do all the work and fuck you? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like, what the thing? The thing about it though is that like, I, I know that like a lot of people say, well, that's where it's going to go. If everybody's like, pay a fast food worker fifteen dollars an hour, like, oh, well, we'll just automate it. No. They were already trying to cut out the seven fifty that you were getting paid now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was like it was gonna be automated regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I, you know, I can't say anything about the whole automation thing because I think it's I think it's horrible, right? Because uh, I hate the fact that we're just making things easier for no reason. Like, like we're we're taking away all these elements to make things so much quicker and faster and easier for no reason. Because even as people, we don't really do that much shit. There's not really that much that we have to do. So what little that we do, right, that we complain about, I mean, some shit, sometimes we do unnecessary shit, and that's really what we complain about, but the actual jobs that we do are not really that difficult that it's like, oh, it takes up so much time. No, it's all the bullshit that we have to deal with that makes a four-hour job into a 12-hour job. So, so I mean, you know, like, putting in all this stuff to just make it it so much easier for us us to not do anything, I think is bullshit. But I'm going to say... If they automate fast food, I'm not going to like that at all. But if they do it and then when they're like making your food, they put in that Rube Goldberg music, 
I'm not going to complain. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like when I order, when I order my Big Mac and all of a sudden I start searching, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't say shit. This is horrible, but like, now, like. <laughs> little burger drops on a train, goes around, flips over, lands in a wagon, slides down a slide. It's like if it's got, like, the mechanical arms with the big cartoon gloves, like, together. Yeah, I guess, I guess I could get over that. <laughs> yeah, like, like, if you want a Big Mac, like, like, light this candle here and then like it starts burning the rope and then the fire falls <laughs> like, like okay it's yeah. the catapult flips <laughs> I'm sorry you lost your job but like that's fucking cool it's kind of awesome <laughs> see, see I, what I think is what like I think it can all be good I think all of this automation stuff can be good I think if we get getting people out of all of this extra work and out of all of this shit is not necessarily a bad thing but we as a society as a, as a whole have to like split the idea that, okay, we don't have all of this work to do anymore. So maybe everyone doesn't have to be as productive as we were always required to be. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's okay to work 20 hours a week instead of 40 hours a week. And maybe if you're only working 20 hours a week, you should be allowed to make as much as you need to make to survive working that 20 hours a week. I mean, that. Okay, so let me just ask you a question here, Mr. I'm a big brain, smart idea. I don't see your name on the fucking ballot. Why not? <laughs> um, actually, I. Oh, you can be a writer. I, I don't have it on there anymore. I used to have on my Facebook page that I was running for president in 2040. <laughs> It, was, it just, it was, I put it on there in like early 2000s. I was like, I'm going to run for president in 2040 and I'm going to start campaigning now. <laughs> and I, I'm not being a smartest. I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, like, why aren't you, why isn't your name not on the ballot? I mean, no, like, like, do, you, do you want to know why? Because this is like socialist ideas and socialist ideas don't really work yeah, in the U.S. We're going to accuse you. I would be immediately labeled as a communist. He's a pinko! Literally tarred and feathered. Shit Not figuratively, literally tarred and feathered. But that's the thing. It's like when... But when it's you... like, how how do you proceed with what we have now right. without going that way? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's a lose-lose. Like, lose, like, like... like, capitalism has a ceiling. Mm-hmm. It does. And you have to learn, like, I don't think you have to, like, completely nix capitalism altogether. Like, there are parts of capitalism that still make sense to this day. Sure. But the unending productivity is where it doesn't. The the shaving down all of the, like, all of the costs, especially the human costs, you know, mm-hmm. towards, towards like business in order to maximize profit. That is, that does not work indefinitely. Yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. But like <laughs> when, when minimum wage was introduced as a concept, it was defined as the bare minimum amount of money you need to raise a family, support yourself, buy a house. Yep. So if it's not doing that, then by legal definition, it's not minimum wage. But even then, you say it's the bare minimum. Like you're not, you're not living. You're getting by. Like you're, you're scraping by. And I think, I think that's okay. Like I think a person should have every right whatsoever to meet the minimum, live, and then that's it. And that's what they want. Like if I just want to make enough money for a small one bedroom apartment, 
go to work and then spend the rest of my time doing whatever I want, I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to want everything. You don't have to want a million dollar house. Like, mm-hmm. you are allowed to not want that. <laughs> and it seems like, in general, the concept is so, like, foreign, like, well, why wouldn't you... <laughs> but it's not. It's not. But it's not. It's, oh, he pursues an indestructible vampire. It, it's blood, space, shot. <laughs> not bloodshot. In this next one, he goes, <coughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, it's the, 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 the ghost who walks? <laughs> what? what? I, I can't that's, believe we just, just the passing up on Mask of Keiko Common. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the... Uh, that's the Phantom. That's that's the name. Like he, that's the description of him. The ghost who walks. The, the man of Canada. The Phantom. Like they, okay. Um, sorry. Go ahead. I just saw him. I'm like, I'm like, what? No, that's that's all right. But <laughs> I, I mean, just what I was saying though is that like you, we've got to like. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the Fight Club thing, where it's like like they, this is the the goal of every person should be to amass this. And that's, that's the measure of success. But some people don't want that. And if you're like, I don't want that. This is all I want right here. This makes me happy. And it's like, well, then you're not successful. Like, yeah. and, and but, I'm going to look down on you, even though you're perfectly happy and content. Yeah. yeah. Spend, spending money we don't have by shit we don't need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and, and we're like, we're like really hardcore, like slammed into us. Like you need to, you need to want more. You need to have more. You need, you need fancier, nicer, bigger, you know, whatever. It's like, you don't like, want the latest iPhone and a Tesla? Are you gay? Like, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's I, I think it's it, it's going to require a very massive mental shift. And honestly, I think a lot of the world is getting there. We as a country are not. Like Our country is not getting there. And I think it goes back to what we're talking about with Space Force and with the (laughs) unending wars in the United States is like the more the more places in the world that are like, maybe we don't need to live like that with a constant strive to gather up everything. All of the people in this country that run it that are dependent on that idea, they need idea. They need us to be on this hustle culture work three and four jobs you know just to just to be able to to pay for five gigabytes extra data on my phone you know (laughs) they need us like pushing like that oh yeah and if we stop they're fucked like as soon as as soon as like everyone in this country just said i mean if we just said it for one year we're just like you know what we don't need new cars this year we don't need new cars this year Mm -hmm. nobody buys a new car for an entire year the entire auto industry would fall apart. It would fold, yeah. Like all of it. Like not in the sense, not even in a, in a, in a reasonable sense. Like not in a, in a, in a, oh, we just had a bad year. Like it would implode on itself. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. like, like prices would go nuts within a matter of months of like, oh, we please just buy a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it would go absolutely insane. And like, like, cause, because this this type of system just it cannot sustain itself the way because eventually no matter how well you plan it no matter how many payoffs and bailouts the government does eventually you're going to hit a point where you just cannot grow anymore 
Yeah. You yeah. just cannot spend anymore. You cannot work anymore. There are no more new people to give jobs to. Like, you run out. It ends. Right, right. And if you don't plan for that, well... I think it's I think it's a generational problem too. It's like it's it's the boomers that are keeping this shit like this because I don't yeah. think Gen X really cares. All Gen X has ever wanted, I mean, like that that's the generation of like the latchkey kids. Yeah, like all all Gen X has ever wanted us to been left alone. Just leave us alone. Yeah, like, just just <laughs> leave us the fuck alone. Let us do our thing. And all millennials have ever wanted is like I, I just want to own a house. Yeah, <laughs> like, just for a couple of fucking minutes in my life. That's all I want. So like I, I think once the boomers are out of the picture, things can gradually start improving. But yeah, right now it's, it's, like it's we've gonna... got a bunch of ninety-five-year-old fucks in Congress who are like, "No, we still need more wars. Where's the money gonna come from without war?" Like, it's just a, it's a losing. Yeah, but system. and and you've got you've got a handful of really loud young people that still act like they want it because the the thing is is like I mean we. I don't think we can just ride on that. That they're all going to be dead, and then it's all going to be fine. Oh no, definitely. Like another another ten years, Biden, Trump, (laughs) all of those chuckle fucks are gone. We ain't got to worry about them anymore. You know, no, it definitely take time. But they're just gonna they're they're just passing it down. Like they're they're just passing it to the next generation of kids that are going to do it. We're going to be dealing with Elon Musk for a long time. Yeah, and then his, like, he's gonna <laughs> cybernetically enhance himself to live forever, too. The fuck he will. I'll be there to, to beat his ass, <laughs> You dude. know what? I hope he tries. I hope <laughs> he tries. Now we're because... gonna have his, like, giant-ass head floating in a tube like Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll probably look more like MODOK. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm just, people. I, I am very much on the, on the, on the side of absolutely get in a rocket and go to Mars, buddy. <laughs> Have at it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I wish you all the luck in the world with that. Go live on a rock with no oxygen, no life, <laughs> constant bombardment of radiation, and dirt. Go. <laughs> Have the time of your life, buddy. <laughs> So I was gonna say you're talking about you know, like you know the whole thing of like you know do this and you know like no I buy cars like I have I've never owned a new car like the car yeah. I drive now is my first car still it's like 20 years old you know everything but it, I mean bit those guys like but she runs like that car takes care of me she I mean like it's 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 I I I call it I. I call that car like my firstborn child because <laughs> she runs. She's never let me down. Like and 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 and, and, and I I love my car, but I've never owned a new car. Did, I mean, I know that's, 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 that's a you, dream, but I've never owned a new car. Did you really just tell me you have been driving the same car for twenty years? Yeah, twenty years, dude. You gotta call the car company on that one. <laughs> like. Like, y'all did something right on this one. Do it again. <laughs> I mean, so she was, because of the one accident I had, um, she was technically totaled. Mm-hmm. And I had her, the, the, the rear axle and everything, uh, like, uh, built and fixed. And, and she goes, man. She wow. goes. That's pretty impressive. And she yeah. does not let me down. I'm, I'm lucky to get, you know, five to seven years out of a car. And, and the thing is, like, I, I would like a new car, uh, but it's kind of like my I got a trade off. Like I got a house, 
And not a new car. Not a new house, obviously, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I mean, like, sure, I'd love to have a, like a new car with all the fancy bells and whistles and shit like that, but I've never had one, but I'm yeah. okay with that because I got one that runs and it's not, it doesn't have GPS. It doesn't even have power doors, right? Like power <laughs> lock, but that was because the day, like the car I went to go get, um, they sold it the day before. Oh, week. So I got the other, but dude, but she's great. I don't have, I don't have a problem with that, right? I mean, see, I, I can't, I can't like track my cars by number of years. It has to be by amount of miles because I drive so much for work. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. anywhere between two hundred to like four hundred miles in a single day. So it's yeah, like, that's well, gonna if. If the odometer can track up to like 300, 350, I count that as a success. Yeah. So. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, I've, I've never had a new car. Never intend on it. Like, I don't, I, all I want out of a car is like a working auxiliary jack. Like, that's, <laughs> that's it. I bought, I, I've bought a new car and I, I wasn't disappointed by it. It was, it was, it was nice. I mean, it was a good experience and, and, I was just I was just looking up and everything. Yep, yep, my car. I've had it for it's twenty years old. <laughs> I think at this point now it's actually considered a classic because it's like twenty. Is that right? Something like that. Antique. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Antique cars over twenty years. I don't know. Like I I hit a deer recently and uh, my insurance put me in an Audi, like a really new Audi, and so it was like, holy shit, you hit a deer. Oh no, forty five. Sorry, forty five years old. Holy shit, you hit a deer. Yeah. You hit a deer! Yeah, I told you that. I know! Yeah? Okay, so... <laughs> so there was this there was this TV show called People of Earth, right? Uh-huh. And it was really good. It lasted for two seasons, but it was really kind of funny. And the whole thing about it was... What was the guy's name? Wyatt... I can't think of his last name. Anyway. Um, but... He... Uh, he hit a deer and... Uh, and must have, like, hit his head or something. But anyway, but he just kind of wasn't on his game. He was, like, a really good reporter. And so his boss says, hey, you need to take some time out and everything. He's like, no, I'm going to get back into doing hard-hitting journalism. He's like, yeah, but you need to take some time out and everything. Just make sure that you, like, you know, really recover. He's like, I'm fine. And he's like, no, I want you to do this story on these people here that have this little, like, support group for people that have been um, abducted by aliens. So yeah, he goes yeah, there and he's, he's, he's doing the show. So he's going there and he's, he's like talking to them or whatever and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah. And like, so what brings you is like, Oh, I've, I've never been abducted by an alien, whatever. And he has these moments where he kind of like blacks out when someone says something and he, he'll be, he'll be like, he, he'll kind of like black out. He'll envision himself like driving down the road and then sitting in the passenger seat is like a deer. And he's like, Hey, I want to look out for that deer. And he's like, what? And he looks up and then there's like a, there's like a <laughs> there, person in the road. And, he has, and then they're like, they're like, you're an abductee. And I was like, no, I'm not. And it's like, yeah, you, you, you were abducted. It's like, yeah, it was like, no, when they abduct you, right. Then they, they implant this memory in your head of hitting a deer. So <laughs> you don't realize it. And it turns out he actually was abducted. And he just had this memory of being implanted of, of hitting a deer when really wasn't. And then it actually turns out that like through the, the story that his boss is actually, there's three different types of aliens. There's a, a, a gray, um, a white and a lizard. And his boss is actually a lizard. Um, who's been watching over him this whole time, right? And, uh, because, like, he, the, his, he was like abandoned as, he, well, he got lost his mom one day in a department store and he found him and he kind of felt sorry. So he took him up to a spaceship and everything until he could find his mom and then brought him back. 
and he kind of connected with him. So he's been watching over him this whole time. <laughs> and, and, and so anyway, and then he was trying to kind of like, like bring out to him that, you know, that this, the, this whole thing. So he kind of, that's why we had to go meet the support group and all this kind of shit. So dude, you were abducted. I mean, it was shortly thereafter that I had my dream about getting superpowers, so maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe, maybe I've just got, like, latent superpowers and I've been squandering it. You were abducted by aliens, holy shit! I mean, I didn't, like, have experience, like, lost time or anything. It was just, I saw the deer and was like, don't you do it, you motherfucker, and it did it. Just boom! And, you know, I went to work, so... <laughs> that's, that's what you think happened. That's what I think happened, yeah. You did tell me that, that afterwards, I was like, how do you feel after you're hitting the door? You're like, I'm okay, my ass is a little sore, but other than that, I'm fine, right? <laughs> but Tork, that's just Tuesday for me. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> oh. But no, I mean, like, the, I mean, the Audi was nice. It, it felt good to accelerate in it, but it was like everything else. It's like, I don't like this. I don't like a car that tries to think for me. Don't, oh, yeah, like, stop my engine when I stop at a stoplight. Don't try to do this, like, lane assist shit. Don't, don't, like, when I put the car in park, don't be like, oh, the, the ignition's gonna automatically shut off in 30 seconds. Like, fuck you! I don't, if I wanted the ignition off, I'd turn the ignition off. <laughs> like, I just, I don't like modern cars. Like, the only thing I liked about driving that thing was the heated seats. It's like, okay, yeah, heated seats are pretty nice. I got over it. Like, as soon as I got put back in my junky little Honda, it was like, oh, yeah, this feels off. great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I... What I, I hate in cars, actually, the uh, one car I had to go in and, and the, the menu turn it off, is the, like, when you put the car in park, the doors unlock. Like, like, what? What, yeah, what, what rich-ass neighborhood do you live in where that's just okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I stop it at a, at a, like, a red light or whatever. It's like, shit. And it's like, I need to, to adjust my seat. I'm going to put the car in park just to make sure that it doesn't roll off while I'm adjusting my seat. Cluck, cluck. Like, <laughs> like no. No, you motherfuckers don't get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I am more than capable of, like, getting, of, like, unlocking my own door. That's that, that's that shit that they, they we're going to automate the stuff for you so you don't have to do anything like that fraction of a second of unlocking my door. Especially when most cars nowadays, you just pull the door handle automatically unlocks anyway. Yeah, and, yeah. But yeah, no, we're going to really that. help you out here. Like, fuck that. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. What's going to happen is in 20 years, it'll get to a part where that automatic lock stops working and people are going to be like trapped in their cars. How <laughs> <laughs> do I get out? <laughs> that's what's one of the Push reasons. the lock button. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why, why they did that. It was like, you know, like, oh, what if in the case of an accident, you need to like, but that, that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Like, what? It's like, so in the accident or anything, like, oh my God, I'm, I'm trapped in the car. I'll put it in park. Clunk, clunk. Yes, the door opens. Like, that. <laughs> I mean, it, more than anything, if it was an accident, I'm trapped in the car. I'm sure like there's a busted window. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Climb out. No, I've, I've heard like some nightmare stories from Tesla owners where it's like, like they, the key, the battery on their key fob went out, and they were in a parking garage underground. And oh, and it doesn't have a, a lock door. I, I so, mean, so like they couldn't unlock their door. They could have unlocked it through the app, but they were in a parking garage underground. They didn't have Wi Fi signal, so they just didn't have access to their car for like three or four days. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> did I tell you about the the uh, the woman that owns the uh, the hair salon that I go to? No. So she. Um, she drove into work, uh, and she said this is like the second time that it happened to her. She drove into work and, uh, got out of the car and went to, uh, went to lock the car and realized that she didn't have her keys. 
<laughs> because she was able to like unlock the car or and like start it up remotely. Yep, yep. And was able to drive to work, but didn't have the key. So when she got out, it turned the car off, but she couldn't lock it. <laughs> because the keys were at home. And of course, now that she's got now she turned the car off, she can't start it back up. <laughs> it was like yep, like yep, that's nice. a that's a broken ass feature right there. That was, like, that's terrible, yeah. I mean, who do you call me like like yeah, I I locked I locked my myself out of my car, kinda like my keys are in the house. Like, can you go to my house to, like, first you gotta come to my job to get the keys to the house, to go back to the house and get the key to my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they, next thing they're gonna start doing, they're gonna start making like a universal key. Like, when you gotta buy a car, they're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna like mold this key to match your house key, which so like you just have just one key that you use for everything. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, I would hate that. I, I, would, I, wouldn't, I hate would not that. be mad about. Copy Mark. Copy copy written at the Turkway too. <laughs> but like it would, it would have to be like an actual physical key. I don't want like a, a key fob or anything. Digital key. I don't like that stuff, man. Yeah, like, key, key fobs definitely make me nervous. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't like it. Like it's just gonna because I mean my car has one. Like I've got one for my car, and it and it has like you can pull it out, and there's an actual key. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in there, the thing is, is I don't know where it goes. Like, <laughs> I've never seen a keyhole in my car, so I'm like, wh- where am I supposed to put it uh-huh. if if like my key fob dies? Like, where do I put this key to make it work? Like, it, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So the other car that I'm driving, like, uh, part-time, uh, has a key fob, and I think the battery needs to be replaced, because sometimes it doesn't work, and mm. I do have to lock the car manually, or open it up manually. Um, so I'm like, that's that's odd. But I was thinking the other day, because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and I'm thinking, okay, the battery probably needs to be replaced. I'm like, you know what would be cool, though, is the... You have like a like a rechargeable lithium battery in the fob. So when you put the key in the ignition and turn it, it charges the battery in the fob. So eventually it'll still have to be replaced, but you don't have to worry about it just arbitrarily dying mm-hmm. and yeah. it's gonna have a longer life uh because like you're charging it up all the time. And even if it dies, okay, well, hey, I'll just put the key in the ignition, turn the car on, and there you go. It's not a bad idea. Copyright yeah. Turquoise too. Oh my! <laughs> I, I will say that like constantly charging lithium batteries shortens their lifespan a lot. But yeah, I mean other other than that, it's like oh, I mean you can have it like stop. I mean it's, that's just a matter of like just programming the chip inside. But like okay, at this point, like I mean hell the uh, like the uh, yeah, computers do that already. Like yeah, they'll yeah. stop charging. You can leave them plugged in and they won't charge, and they'll discharge yeah, yeah. some and then recharge. Yeah, like my phone does that. It only charge up to like well, no, the iPad does it. It only like typically charge up to like ninety eight percent and mm-hmm. won't go all the way. Yeah, kind of like most girls I know. <laughs> <laughs> they'll go ninety eight percent. They won't go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so where are we at? Uh, call me uh, an hour and five minutes. Oh wow! So I guess it's a good place to. Come to a stop there. This, yep. is, this is a nice natural uh, pause point. Yep, yep. But uh, watch that documentary. Yeah, and uh, and because it's super fucked up. Yeah, it is. I I, I want to watch it, but at the same time, like I feel like I would just be angry. Like they're just yeah, punching pillows yeah. like the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it will piss you off. And the the dude. Oh my god, the dude. The dad <laughs> is a. Uh, 
oh, I just can't say enough negative things about him. <laughs> like, so maybe I'll watch the second part of the documentary. I guess probably, probably focuses more on the dad that went on. No, well, yes, the second half of the documentary uh, definitely focuses more once they get to the point where it's like, okay, no, she really was a child because, like I said, they they do a switch on you. Like you, you're kind of like at the beginning, you're kind of like, uh, maybe she is an adult, and then you're like, no, no, she clearly was not, that and so that's dark. gonna and that's gonna piss you off a bit. And then, like, the, the second one is, like, apparently there was a gag order on the first one, so she was not, like, the girl was not allowed to to speak out in the first season. Mm-hmm. And then they do a second season where she's, like, telling her side of the story. Wow. So it's, like, yeah, it's messed up. I think I'm going to entitle this episode The Smartest Mother on Planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> one smart mother. <laughs> one smart mother. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, that 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 guy, that would just yeah. So, I I, I want I kind of I want to see what this guy's all about. Um, but I don't really want to just hear about D- just stuff. just watch a little bit of it. Like yeah, like you you will know him when you see him. <laughs> and he's just, got that look. About just him. watch a little bit of him, just a little <laughs> bit of him, and you will know exactly why I described him the way I did. <laughs> Nice. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. Oh god, no. no. <laughs> Bully and shame the shit out of him. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, well, um uh so let's go ahead and call it here. Uh we're wrapping up anyway, because you need to tell you need to tell <laughs> tell generic your story. Which um, story? Because he probably won't listen to the podcast that we did yesterday about your story. So you gotta tell him your story. But anyway, my name is Turk22. I'm a Comey. And I'm generic. And we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Zang, yo. <laughs> all right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.